The past year has proven to be unpredictable in every aspect of life. Despite the many obstacles of COVID-19, trucking rose to the challenge, keeping both the industry and the economy alive. One thing that hasn't changed is the continued need for drivers. But how fleets are recruiting drivers and what drivers need to know about finding new jobs is increasingly different from what it was before the COVID-19 pandemic. This is the Eyes on the Road podcast presented by PrePass Safety Alliance, the provider of PrePass way station bypass and toll payment services. PrePass also includes informed software for improving safety scores and lowering toll-related costs. Online at prepass.com. I'm Evan Lockridge, and thanks for joining us. 30 years ago, if you were looking for a driving job in trucking or were looking to hire drivers for your fleet, you often went to big trucking events, like the Mid-America Trucking Show in Louisville, as well as many others that have come and gone. But trucking shows haven't happened in more than a year and most likely won't be back until 2022. Even when they do come back, recruiting truckers at them isn't as big as it used to be. The reason? Truck driver recruiting has changed a lot over the past two to three decades, and changes went into warp speed during the pandemic. Joining me online to discuss how truck driver recruiting is changing is Jeremy Raymer, the founder and CEO of Driver Reach. He started the company in 2016, offering software and services to help fleets in their search for drivers. He's been in trucking more than 15 years, previously leading a small fleet and a regional driver staffing company. Jeremy, welcome to Eyes on the Road. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. So let's begin by looking at how the pandemic has affected the process of trucking companies recruiting drivers. First, what are the biggest changes from the driver's standpoint? Well, the pandemic obviously has impacted everyone. I mean, this is a, that's a worldwide issue. But that being said, I mean, safety has been now at the foremost. By safety, I mean the safety of the driver and, and you know, the, the employees of the company. Uh, but against that backdrop, the demand for drivers, although it it cratered immediately when the pandemic hit. It, it, uh, the trajectory of shortly afterwards was was insane to the point that you know it's been more difficult today, still on an ongoing basis, to hire, to recruit and hire truck drivers than I've ever seen in, in nearly 20 years. But what I recognized during that period of time, this past year, companies that uh, that that were not already embracing technology being more digital in their recruiting process uh, were really, you know, in hot water. You know, they had to embrace technology quickly and adapt quickly to uh, to a world that's just it's more modern. And, and trucking traditionally has been deficient in that area, especially around HR and recruiting technology. And so it's encouraging to see how companies out of necessity have embraced that. And at the end of the day, that's made for a better process, a better, more streamlined uh, process, uh, you know, and applicant experience throughout. So it's a net net win under, you know, not the best circumstances. Can you give us an example or two of what kind of technology we are seeing and more specifically, what kinds drivers are seeing? Sure. Yeah. From a, from a driver's perspective, when they're looking to apply for a job, for one, we all should recognize that, that they're going to do some research. It's really easy at their fingertips on their phone or laptop to, to do a Google search on what this particular you know, company is and how they operate. And so the opportunity to see that in real time, you have a much better idea of you know, what's taking place. And then let's say you're interested in applying for ABC 
trucking company and you go to their website and you click on the apply now button, it's got to be a mobile friendly, you know, mobile first application process. And uh, assuming that is the case, they're interested, they click the button, they fill out the application and, and move on. The ability to communicate digitally, electronically, either via email or text is almost table stakes today. And then let's assume that we're moving forward through the process and we have uh, the drivers interested and background checks are done and there's an opportunity to bring the driver in for orientation. Utilizing technology from an electronic signature, electronic documents enables you to manage so much more of that onboarding process all digitally and again, really enhances the applicant experience as well as the company and streamlines everything so that that driver is able to, you know, come on board much sooner, much more efficient in that process and able to start driving right away much sooner than what the alternatives have been historically. When it comes to fleets that aren't embracing technology, Jeremy, does that send up a warning flag to drivers? Well, it, it does. And, and it does because if a driver hits the apply now button and it says download this PDF, that's not, that's not happening. So immediately they're going to abandon the process with that particular company and go on to someone else. So I think from that perspective, it's critical in order to really compete in a really competitive environment right now, embracing technology is is going to be critical. And how has the process of recruiting drivers changed from the carrier's standpoint? Well, you know, again, operating more efficiently is is a huge part of that. And I think also understanding, especially in such a competitive environment, that you can't just have a, a gatekeeper or a processor who's interacting with drivers um, in that recruiting process, recruiting is sales. And I'm not saying that, I think when you think of sales, you probably think of that sleazy, you know, sales guy, but that's not what I mean. It's we're helping, just like in sales, you're helping that prospect make a decision and you're trying to drive them towards a decision that makes you know sense for both of you. And the recruiter has to be more, skilled in the ability to have better conversations that lead to higher rate of conversions. It's not just answering questions and reading a sheet of, you know, features or benefits, and then that's it. You've really got to help guide and navigate the conversation and help them come to a conclusion. And especially against the backdrop of of the pandemic, what an opportunity you have in those conversations to be so much more human and empathetic. There's such an opportunity to connect if you've, if you've got the right mindset and the right approach uh, as a recruiter. Well, Jeremy, let's try and switch gears just a little bit and try and take kind of a peek into the future. What's the next big trend you are seeing in driver recruiting? The automation of as much of the process as possible is certainly uh, something that is continuing to evolve. You're never going to replace the human in this equation. It's really important uh, to have good conversations and and really connect. However, all of the things that happen around that, if you can automate any of those, in some cases, automating the previous employment verification process, which is generally the most cumbersome part of qualifying a driver. If you can automate the communication where as soon as a driver hits the apply button and submits an application or a form, they immediately get a notification thanking them for for doing that, you know, and, and, and kind of, you know, whatever messaging you want, that automated response. And any of those sorts of things are all going to benefit both parties, the entire process, and, uh, and, and lead to greater success. 
What advice do you have for both carriers and drivers when it comes to navigating this new and changing world of driver recruiting? That's a great question. I'd say, you know, be human, tell the truth, be honest, who you are as a company, what makes, you know, what is the ideal driver you're looking for, who really fits, and make sure that you're having those types of conversations. I think you'll see on the other side of that from a company perspective that you're aligning better with the right types of drivers, which will lead to a greater satisfaction for both company and driver and, you know, reduced turnover. And from the driver perspective, be candid with what you're looking for and what matters to you and make sure that that aligns with with that company and take advantage and, and leverage the technology that's out there that enables you to know more and learn more about that company before you commit. I'd also add that if you don't have a streamlined process, you're making it very difficult for the driver. And, uh, and it's really important in your recruiting process to really consider the, the entire process from their perspective. And so when, you, when a driver applies, what is that like? Is it easy for them to apply? Is it easy for them to see on your website wh- where to hit the apply now button? And, and is that a good experience? I mean, there's a lot of data that you need to collect and, and we're all in the same boat as far as that's concerned. But then what? You know, what's the rest of that process like? Is it is it a long, drawn-out process and there's little to no engagement? Or are you on it right away, communicating with that driver right away, letting them know what to expect next, and being very efficient to the point where you're able to hire drivers within two or three days? If you can do that, and this does not include any sort of sacrificing of safety and compliance, because that's critical, but leveraging technology and and whittling away any inefficient steps in that process is going to allow for a much better experience for everybody, a smoother process, and it's going to lead to success. In a blog on the Driver Reach website, you said some changes in the driver recruiting process driven by COVID-19 should become permanent. One of those is the increase in remote onboarding and training. Why do you believe this should continue after the pandemic is over? It's so much more efficient. And here's, and it'll lead to less ghosting or no-shows at orientation. And this is a, you know, a byproduct of engaging and, and, and embracing this sort of technology. Here's an example. Let's say today's Wednesday and we have our next orientation on Tuesday. Well, that's a handful of days between now and then that that driver could get diverted elsewhere. It's really important to make sure that you keep that driver engaged. And so leading up to next Tuesday's orientation, if you're able to say, hey, I've got these handful of documents, company policy related or any of the types of things that we would be executing at orientation. Let's go ahead and get those things done digitally between now and then. That engagement is really helpful. It keeps them you know, still on track. And also, it makes for the orientation process so much smoother where they're not filling out paperwork by hand with redundant information you know, over and over again. Instead, when they show up, that stuff's been done. It's already in their file. And you can condense your orientation to a much shorter period of time and they can you know get off and start generating revenue for themselves and for the company but the byproduct is the level of no shows we've seen with with our customers and certainly in conversations throughout the industry the number of no shows to that orientation drops significantly because that driver was engaged they've got a little bit more skin in it they they filled out these forms they 
they're they're more prepared than they would have been otherwise. With all of the changes that have taken place in the driver recruitment landscape over the past several years, and especially during the pandemic, what are the biggest mistakes drivers and fleets need to avoid? I would say from the fleet perspective, when they're communicating with drivers, making sure that the messaging and the positioning that they have out there in the industry from a marketing and a recruiting perspective align with what really takes place from an operational standpoint. And then making sure that they are allowing for feedback. You got to be honest and you got to tell, you know, the the story that you are communicating needs to be on point, needs to be accurate with what the driver is going to experience because that's their you know, perception either way. And then enable them to provide feedback and create an environment where that you welcome that, you solicit it, and then do something about it when you hear things that you know that you could change that's going to allow for a better environment. Those are the sorts of things. By not doing that, I think that is a mistake that fleets make that leads to frustration that they end up leaving. And one of the reasons they'll say that is they'll, they'll use the word they don't feel like their voice is heard. They're not respected. Respect you know, or the lack of manifests itself in a lot of ways. And one of those is not letting me be heard. From a driver's perspective, I think not doing enough research ahead of time, not looking online and seeing what's being said about the company out there or not engaging with other people, jumping in. And I say that because over close to 20 years, I see drivers who have a previous employment history, four, five, six companies in say the last three years. And often, you know, that's frowned upon by the industry as, you know, quote unquote, a job hopper. Sadly, it's not always the driver's fault. You know, they they jump in because they they hear something that they that sounds great. And so they and then they find out that's not the case. But they pay the price in the grand scheme of things if they don't do enough good, thorough research ahead of time and ask around before they make before they jump, before they make that decision. That is Jeremy Raymer, CEO of Driver Reach, which you can find online at driverreach.com. Jeremy, thanks very much for being on Eyes on the Road. Really appreciate it. Thank you. And that will do it for another edition of the Eyes on the Road podcast presented by Prepass Safety Alliance. Remember, you can listen to previous editions of this podcast through your favorite podcasting service or on the Prepass website at prepass.com, where you'll also find our blog about the latest developments in trucking. You can follow Prepass on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I'm Evan Lockridge. Thank you for listening, and keep your eyes on the road. <laughs>